I can't just say the other one. It it almost makes it worse if the yeah I can't say the other yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Welcome to the podcast that gives you a fresh perspective on movies, comics, and pop culture. We aren't afraid to give you an honest take and won't pull any punches. This is films in black and white. Welcome back to Films in Black and White, everybody. How we doing? What's good, everybody? It's a great day to love yourself some films in black and white. Let's just go that route. I didn't know what day. It's the first day day of class. Repping my yotes today. Yeah, that is a nice sweatshirt too. Thanks. I don't know where I got it. Maybe at the old, maybe at the old bookstore. I don't know. Oh yeah, that's right. But this is episode twenty-three, Marcus. It is episode Crystal Podcast. We're in our Jordan year. Oh man, Marcus, how are we doing? How are you doing? Listen, here's my vibe for today. Okay. Before before we get started, I'm letting you know. (laughs) I'm gonna let you know what type time I'm on today. Okay. All right. Um. Welcome to Films in Black and White. Yeah. I'm black, and he's white, like Jamie Foxx and Christoph Waltz in Django. Okay? So. On board. Here for it. I need everybody to tune the fuck in. Okay? Please. Here is the vibe I'm in. I want to make sure you can hear me, so let me bring my speaker closer. Awesome. So, here we go. It means nothing. What do you mean by that? I'm talking about all the way to the top. Yeah. Unjustifiably in a position that I'd rather not be in. But the cream rise to the top. Oh, yeah. Listen. The cream of the crop. Nobody does it better. Listen, I am feeling like the motherfucking cream of the crop today in this podcast shit. I am with all of the shits you know what i'm saying i'm here yeah. to make enemies i am here to make friends i am here for an oh, audience man. i'm here for a crowd of five i'm here for a crowd of 500 okay listen Doug works extremely hard at this podcast shit and i just want right. to let people know you know what i mean Look, is the cream of the crop the cream. nobody does it better nobody does it does fucking it better, better. that's you absolutely mean? accurate uh-huh so when we say tune in you better yeah. tune in, Tune you know in, pay attention, let us know. Just yes. get, get just just listen to this shit. We got yeah. some great stuff coming up. Great so, content, you know what I mean? Yeah, man. Yeah. That's you know, my rest in peace, Macho Man Randy Savage. Rest in peace. Bone saw. Nothing means nothing. What do you mean by that? I'm talking about I mean I could listen to him all day. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? I don't think there was a guy in wrestling who did I mean, up until The Rock, did better interviews than Macho Man Randy Savage. True. I think uh, Hulk, Hulkamania, I think, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think he, they, but Macho Man, I don't know. What about Ric Flair? Ric Flair. Oh, that's true. Macho Man that's Randy really Savage. That's really true. Oh, there was some great. Those early 90s, that kind late of stuff 80s. Anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was, yeah, he just, he just brought a new energy to it. You could it tell was, he was a little bit crazy. He had been hitting the head a couple times, maybe too many. Yep. And yep. He just brought yep. it 100%. Yep. And nobody, so. nobody, you, like when I pulled this clip, you look at the interviewer and he doesn't yeah. know what the fuck is going on. He's, <laughs> he's like, like, oh, like what you, he's nothing means nothing. What, what do you, what does that mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The like, cream yeah. of the crop rise the cream of the, to the top. Yeah. And yes. Macho Man, nobody does it better. Ooh, That's yeah. right. That's right. But again, yes. this is filmed in black and white. Bitch. Not a wrestling podcast, but that doesn't mean we can't share the love and send love. 
Um, well, good. I'm glad. Yeah, I mean, we are coming up. Get on this. Get on this hype train while you still can, because we mm -hmm. are going places. And yep. as I say in our ad, straight to the top, baby. That's exactly where we're going. Uh, anyways, how are you, Doug? <laughs> well, uh, it was the first day of class. Yes. And I think I now. I don't know. I'm doing good. Oh, let's okay. just do this. I'm doing good. I'm hyped. I'm happy that moving day and some of the other stuff is over. Like I'm, okay. I'm glad to be on this side of it. Um, little nervous about the semester still, just because. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're seeing other colleges across this country start to close after being open for two weeks. See, uh, UNC seven days, Notre Dame eight days, and then mm -hmm. going back to online. So, I mean, I would prefer that we not do that, but it is what it is. So I just hope yeah. people are gonna take this shit seriously. So, mm -hmm. but other than that, I'm right there with you. <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, I'm doing good. Yeah. So, cool. Well, you know, Marcus, let's get into it. Let's let's right. just get after it today. All right. Um, we've got our catch that quotable that I think yes. it's important that we do. Yes. Um, and Marcus, I think you are mm -hmm. still ahead because mm -hmm. even though we both got the quote from last week, Brian, mm -hmm. um, where we got it was Speed Racer, yes. that would still put you at three to my two. So, mm -hmm. do you? And I'm a gentleman when it comes to competition. Would you prefer mm -hmm. to go first or would you prefer to defer? Um, I would prefer to defer. Okay. All right. Yes. Okay. Yes. Thank you for thank you for asking. I, you know, gentlemen. we gotta. I I try to make sure we keep the class here at Films yeah. in Black and White. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. All right. You ready for my quote? Yes. yes. Um. Okay. You ready? Ready. Okay. Here it is. Well. They're just fine, you know, a little dark, a little gloomy, and, as always, hey, full of dead people. What are you going to do? Shit. Okay, give it to me one more time. All right. Well, they're just fine, you know, a little dark, a little gloomy, and, as always, hey, full of dead people. What are you going to do? Okay. I'm not going to lie. Okay. I feel like that they're talking about, um, they're, they're speaking about... A graveyard. Okay. I feel like they're talking about a graveyard. Because um, it okay. says, hey, they're full of dead people. This sounds like a Disney movie. Not going to okay. lie. It sounds like a Disney movie. Um, um, all right. That Jeopardy okay. thing did shit for me. So uh, give me my one word hint. Okay. Your one word hint is Olympus. Oh, got it. I got it. I got okay. it. Okay. Um, it is a Disney movie, and it's Hercules. Hell yeah, baby! You it got is it. Hercules. It nice. Is Hercules. Look yeah. at that. Yeah. That was a weird quote too. I was, that a little was nervous a... that it might have been too hard, but it's. You're right. It's a Disney movie. It feels like it's... you pulled it like right in the middle of a. I right cut in the off of a combo. That was a conversation. So it was Zeus asked Hades. Let's see. How does that quote start? He goes, "So Hades, you finally made it. How are things in the underworld?" And then that was Hades' answer. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Underrated Disney, underrated animated Disney movie. Oh, I absolutely. By yeah. far one of my favorite Disney movies. Yeah. I think when they make, whenever they get the chance to remake this into the um, live action version, they have to oh, do for it sure. right. 
It was just oh, as it, yeah. like they fucked up Lion King. I didn't really like the Lion King when they did it, but they did yeah. amazing with Aladdin. And I'm yeah. still on the fence about Beauty and the Beast, and we'll see about Mulan. So they're kind of like hit or miss well, in this live Maybe we'll thing. see about Mulan. If we yeah, have $30, $30, fuck you. I'm sorry. I'm not. Don't tell me to become a premium account like a fucking Disney Plus OnlyFans. Like, right. that's not what this is. But we're not going to do not doing this shit. <laughs> premium. Only fan, and OnlyFans for Disney fans. What that's the hell? No, triple X nasty oh, shit. shit. Making it up. Okay, anyway. Um, so, are you ready? <laughs> Yes, I'm ready. Sorry, I'm just in a. I told I'm you what trying I to think about what a Disney fans only fans would be, and I think it's better we just get past it, or otherwise it's, it's going it, to go down a really weird rabbit hole. It's, Which is, and believe yeah, it or you not, can't, I can't probably even something that. on the yeah. Disney fans only yeah. fans. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah is yeah. down the anyway. rabbit hole. Yeah, Keep going. <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, that was cause that was going to get dark. I had several oh, yeah. jokes in my head. Yeah, and... better just breeze past them. Mm-hmm. Yep. Anyway, yep. all better. right. So. Here we go. Okay. What you got? An idea is like a virus. Resilient. Highly contagious. And even the smallest seed of an idea can grow. It can grow to define you or destroy you. Ooh. Read to me one more time. An idea is like a virus. Resilient. Highly contagious. And even the smallest seed of an idea can grow. It can grow to define or destroy you. Oh man, this quote sounds so familiar to me. Yeah, I bet you know it. It's a motivating quote, like someone's trying to motivate somebody else to get them hyped. Ugh, but for some reason, it's just sticking in my head. Can't I cannot place that? An idea is like a virus. A virus. All right, I'm going to need my one-word hint. All right, your one-word hint is dream. It's dream? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, so what movie that have I seen that has to do with dreams? Mm-hmm. Okay, here's my guess. All right. Is it Inception? It is Inception. Yeah! <laughs> oh, is. man. Straight from Leonardo DiCaprio himself. Is this where he's training her? And yep. the, yep, all right. Yeah, I, yeah, think I thought the, that think might have been it. The moment where, he paint, where he's telling her how crucial it is. Of oh, like, sure. And I think things start kind of going wrong a little bit, and he starts seeing his ex-wife in it. Yep. And, and so I think it's that that particular moment. But yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Feel like you got awesome. that shit. Knock that shit out the park. I want everybody to mark the date today. Yes, yes. It is mark episode. It. Maybe not the date because this drops on Friday. But episode <laughs> episode twenty three. The day Marcus and Doug both got, got it right. the quote. Both got Since the quote. The beginning of quotables. Catch that quotables. We finally got it right. <laughs> We've never got it before, but. You know what? I'm gonna attribute to Brian. Shout out to Brian. Shout out to Brian. For getting us sparked. Starting us getting us sparked. Got us oh. excited about movies again. Man. Absolutely. You know um Marcus. Yes. Now that we've gotten that catch that quotable out of the way, let's get with our top two of our news. Goddamn. So right. what do you got for news? Listen, so um my two pieces of news this week. As we all know, this weekend, uh DC fandom 
is going to be hitting the airways, the internet, Al Gore's internet, um, oh, yeah. whatever it is, however it is that you consume, DC Fandom will be here. It is a 24-hour event of all DC news. I want to say shout out to DC because this seems like the oh, yeah. reboot that they needed in Hell order yeah. to get that Marvel Universe-esque feeling for their films again. Yep. You're going to see everything from Black Adam to The Flash um, to The Flash TV show, Zack Snyder's yep. um, Zack Snyder's cut. I heard that there's a trailer coming for the Batman movie by, yep. um, re, um, by the new the new Batman movie with uh, Robert Pattinson. I heard that there is a variety of things for all people. Okay, so um, I've seen a lot of cool stuff. I saw the schedule got readjusted just a tad. Yep, I just a smidge. A lot of people upset about it, but I don't yeah. think there's a real big reason to be. No, I think um, it's just people getting upset to be upset. Oh, of course, of course. So yeah. this weekend, I plan on um, getting my car, taking my car to the shop, so I'm not going to be going nowhere. Um, but I'm going to take my car to the shop, and I'm going to tune in as much as I can. 24 hours is a lot, though. And I'm not going to be honest, I'm not watching commit. all that. Yeah, it's, it's a lot a of lot. time to commit to the same thing. So It's a lot. But what I would recommend is that everybody – Keep your eye out on the films and black and white social media yeah. pages. We will be giving you updates on our favorite points and our favorite parts. Um, for sure. Catch a couple trailers posted on the page. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, feeling. it's a great chance for if you had ever a reason to follow us before, this is it because we're going to try and give you as up to the date breaking news with this as possible. So absolutely, yeah, absolutely, super legit. Anyway, super so, legit. and my other last piece of news is there is a rumor flying around in regards to. In relation to the DC fandom, there's a rumor flying around that Hawkman in the Black Adam movie um, has been casted. All right. And it is Alexander Skarsgård. All right. Yeah. Okay. I, I think last I can get behind he, that. I could, too. I think I yeah. saw him in Tarzan. Yep. yep he yep, was yep. in Tarzan. Yeah, um, he was. And that movie wasn't a bad movie at all. It just didn't get a lot of hype for some reason. Um, no. It was, but again, Skarsgård, kind of one of those that flew under the radar. Yeah, like super under the radar. I don't know what sure. the fuck happened. I watched it and was like, this wasn't bad. Why didn't this get a lot more accolades? But yeah. um, not like award-winning, but it was just a good film to watch. I think a lot of people, um, whenever Skarsgård you do brothers some, do I think whenever you do things like live actions and there was a Disney animation beforehand, I think a lot of people judge yeah. you based on that. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's probably people are like, this feels too adult for a child topic yeah. or whatever. So yeah, and it was it was rather dark. It was darker, so maybe that's why I like the tone. Yeah. It wasn't like that light heart. Well, Tarzan the animated version was kind of dark too. It had a lot of sad moments in it. It definitely did. Yeah, just thinking back on it as a kid, there's a there's a lot of there. He watched his parents get murdered in front of him. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a yeah. sick world. We that's, live in. There's no way, no way you really get away with watching your parents get murdered and be like, no. "Well, that was fun." Like, yeah, like, nobody... oh man, that's so that's that's such a Disney OnlyFans thing to do. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, it really is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyway, the Skarsgård brothers do great in everything that they do. Um, sure. They're such a weird family of just talented fuckers, and so yeah. I don't I don't know how they did it. Shout out to their parents for making handsome children and yeah. uh, just ta handsome and talented children. So yeah. that's all the news that I got on my end. Doug, what awesome. do you have on yours? Okay, here's what I got. Uh, to kind of flip to the other side of things, Olivia Wilde, news came out today, that Olivia Wilde is set to direct a Sony Marvel movie. Um, mm -hmm. And they're kind of speculating as to what it is. She mm -hmm. confirmed this um, this deal being signed on Twitter, and she responded with a basically an emoji of a spider. So speculation oh. is starting to supply as yeah. to whether or not it will be a Spider Woman movie, okay. or a Spider Gwen movie. 
depending oh. on which way you want to look at it. Because you could okay. go either way. Yeah. Um, the previous movie that Olivia Wilde wrote, co-wrote and, and directed was um, – it was like a high school coming of age movie called Book Smart. It was mm-hmm. a comedy. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that she's got the chops to do somebody like Spider Gwen relatively well and, and, mm-hmm. and could handle that type of storytelling. Um, but again, either way, it's really, really exciting because it's Sony starting to announce and release that their Spider Verse is starting to come together. So yeah. Um, yeah. this movie will join Madam Web because rumors about Madam Web, yeah, that's, right. that's coming out. Um, this will be the second female-focused Spider franchise movie coming from Sony in the near future, which is super, super exciting. Yeah, I think that's fine. Yeah, absolutely. Um, shout sure. out to Olivia Wilde. Like yeah. you said, it, it, I feel like if they get this right, um, maybe they'll lose focus on trying to keep Spider-Man as Sony's main thing. And yeah. maybe they can build something around Spider-Woman if you do it right and you you make an engageable character. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. That's important for us as consumers to have something other than Spider-Man. I think the diversity in it being a woman, a woman director mm-hmm. directing a woman, a female a led film, I think is also very, very important, especially in today. Representation is very important. So Absolutely. I hope they knock it out the park because the way that Morbius trailer was looking, um, the way Legit. that I enjoyed Venom and mm-hmm. the way that Sony seems to be getting it together with Spider-Man and the Marvel team up, I'm not upset. No, not at all. Yeah, I'm not upset about this at all. I hope it's Spider-Woman just because she was at one point in time a member of the Avengers and her and Spider-Man were in the Avengers at the same time. So this could be a great route for them to add another person to their long list of team members now that there's – you don't really know who's left. So I'm I'm excited either way. I kind of hope it's Spider-Woman. But if it's Spider-Gwen, that opens up a whole multiverse stuff, Spider-Verse stuff for them, except for it's live action, which I'm super jacked about. So, yeah. yeah. Super cool. Because they they had that Silver Sable, the Silver Sable film was mm-hmm. going ready to go too, right? But then well, they scrapped it. Yeah, they scrapped it. So they had a hard. Well, the I think the one of the lead writers, and I think it was called Black and Sable, because it was a Black Cat Silver Sable ah, movie right. that they were working on, and I think one of the writers walked away from that, so it wasn't as like exciting, and they couldn't ever really regain that momentum. So here's my question. Yeah. Before you move on. How old do you think that Spider-Woman will be in comparison to Tom Holland's Spider-Man? Oof. I mean, if he's they're around in, the same age, right? Me, in the comic I book. I think so. I, I, to be honest, this is probably where my knowledge falls short. Uh-huh. Um, so if one of our films and black and white fans wants to post something in the page, I mean, you've got the compendium there. You can look it up. Why don't you look it up while I get into my next piece of news, and we'll circle back. So my next, my next piece of news is related to tenant as is most of my news unfortunately i i'm like the tenant lead reporter for <laughs> you're the tenant go-to White. guy yeah i guess so so warner brothers announced this week um that they want tenants box they want to collect 63 percent of tenants total box office from ticket sales how fuck if i know but so that means that they want so if you just take it, like they've invested $800 million at this point into this movie. If you take 63% of $800 million, that's roughly $500 million that they want to try to make back in ticket sales only. Which, Where? 
I mean, international markets at this point in time, I have no idea because this seems entirely stupid and that they should just walk away from it and kind of be done with this whole experiment that is Tenet um, and just make what you can make from it. And It's sort of like the Harrison has a book where he's learning to not throw a fit and it's called you, yeah. you, you, you get what you get and you don't throw a fit. I feel like Warner Brothers needs to read that movie because you kind of need to get what you can get at this point <laughs> okay. in time. Yeah, um, and and the other aspect of this piece of news is that there was an uh, an AV Club article that came out saying that doctors are essentially issuing a warning to movie theaters around the country that have started to reopen that that's not a good idea and they should stop doing that. So I don't know where the hell they're going to make this money back. Again, five hundred million dollars. <laughs> this movie better be fucking insane. Like, Listen, it just <laughs> it better be insane for what they're hoping to make back from it. So and like there, there's even to the point where they have like Travis Scott apparently has the leading song for that film or like whatever. The I think he wrote the score for the movie. Oh, like shit. he wrote the soundtrack for the movie. Okay, well I can imagine how that sounds. Just being familiar enough with Travis yeah. Scott's sound. Well, I, I didn't know that because I was like they even got the artist saying that the movie is basically dope as fuck. So <laughs> I, I mean. They're really trying to amp this thing up. I really hope it lives. I'm going to be pissed if I get down to it and it boils down and this movie was like, eh. Like, it's a Christopher Nolan film, so it can only be so bad. Right, But, yeah. like, is it worth the amount of hype and $800 million that you invested into it? As a consumer, I'm just kind of like, you just might as well put this shit out on, damn, on VOD somewhere like everything else right. should be. Right, and, and just well, and go. you're right. You're right. It's just the, um, it's just his theme song. And yeah. it came. A Billboard article says that Travis Scott is ready to melt your brain with his Tenet theme song. So, I don't know. I don't but, melt my fucking. Leave my brain alone, bitch. Right. Yeah. No shit. Anyway. All right. What'd you find out about Spider Woman? All right. So Spider Woman. Um. It doesn't really tell me where. It doesn't really tell me anything really. Well, um. But not helpful. It, to kind of tell you, it says the, that her mission is fighting for justice and teaching right. her son her son to be a hero. So I think that she's older. Okay, I, just, I would assume I so then. That. Yeah, um, I would assume She so got then. her powers from being experimented on by her dad. So that's really what that says. Shout out to the um, Marvel book of vast knowledge that I got as a gift from the Douglas Wagner. Oh, look at that. Yeah, mm -hmm. no, that's okay. That is, it's a little helpful because it definitely tells her that she's older. So um, yeah. yeah, we'll see what ends up happening with that. So whatever. Cool. Anyway, Anything else that you have news-wise? No, hell no. That's not why we're here. Let's get to the goddamn main event. All right. Let's get to it. So, mm -hmm. Marcus, this week, we watched... Ooh. That was nice. Thank you. Uh, so, this week, we watched uh, Project Power. Dropped on yes. Netflix last week. Um, stars Jamie Foxx um, mm -hmm. and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah. I before we get into it, you give us our barbershop summary for what this movie is about. I so bet. Here's what happened. You get this movie, right? Uh, I like the movie because it's black leads. So you know we love a black lead in a movie. That's and right. Shout out to shout out to being black. Um, so you get this movie, and it is basically drug dealing mixed with um uh uh uh. 
a superhero flick, okay? You get you get heavy drugs and you get superpowers and you combine them together, okay? So there's this little pill. The little pill is like, you know what I mean? It gets you going kind of like Viagra, but it's not like Viagra except with superpowers, you know what I mean? So you pop it and and you and it determines if you blow up or if you get superpowers. So, what's going on is the government basically is out here doing what the government do out here using people as guinea pigs, testing on people. Now I mean, they went to the poor community of New Orleans. There's this white New Orleans cop, a.k.a. Uh, uh, Levitt. Levitt is coming in. He ain't trying to have that shit. There's the lead, Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx looking for his daughter because, you know, spoiler alert, you know what I mean? His daughter is the source of all the power that's happening because, you know what I mean, they did some shit with him, which led to her. And, I mean, here we go. Then you have this other person called MC Bird. Now, I mean, she is working for her mama. You know what I mean? The mama's sick. She got diabetes. She can't afford the, you know, she can't afford the stuff, which I get at healthcare. That's hard out here, you know what I mean? So, they basically, they all run into each other. They collide into each other. They trying to figure out what the source of the power is. They trying to stop. When you got one person trying to stop it in the city because, you know what I mean, this New Orleans. You can't be letting all this shit happen. You got Bird, who just trying to do right by her mama. And then you got Jamie Foxx, who just trying to shut down the whole operation. And so here we go. Man, I don't think there. I mean, that's a great, to be honest with you, that is a, without giving anything away, that is a great summary. So shout out to you. That I think that really covered all of it. So the cream of the crop. Awesome. This is uh, so really, so really quickly, just to recap, um, to recap some of our cast. So we'll just kind of go through it. So um, Jamie Foxx plays Art or the Major. Um, Joseph Gordon Levitt is Frank Shaver. He works for the New Orleans Police Department. Um, Dominic Fishback plays Robin. Shout Uh, out to Dominic Fishback. I don't know where she came from, but shout out to you. Yep. Um, some of the other folks that come through in this that are worth mentioning, um, uh, Machine Gun Kelly, just yep. really quick, played Random. Newt, which was one of the drug dealers in the beginning. And then yep. another name that kind of got lost in some of the story is Courtney B. Vance. So he was a regular cast member on Law & Order, and he'd been in some other really big things. He played Captain Crane. Um, this movie cost Netflix $85.1 million to make. Um, mm. And mm. not to tell everybody um, what how other people felt about it, but so far 60% of people on Rotten Tomatoes liked it, got a 51% on Metacritic. So let's break it down, though, because that's not – Yeah, they can go there, but you know what? They came here. They want to hear what we think about it. So the good, the bad, the ugly – Marcus is getting to the good. What for you stuck out about this movie? Okay, so I think one of the easiest things was the the plot and the idea. So I want to preface this with a buddy, me and a buddy of mine, uh, two buddies of mine, we actually were writing a screenplay. And our screenplay, we wrote this about two months ago. It was called Doses. And it was about getting these pills. And it was about as you take these pills, they enhance your natural abilities, but it was to prep you for something bigger, like this alien invasion that was coming. Oh my God. Marcus, We've been, are you friends huh? with Jamie Foxx? Um, I wish is, because is, is when that, we saw the trailer, the, pff, 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 <laughs> your guess is as good as goddamn ours because you, you, we saw the like, trailer. Where, where are my royalties, man? <laughs> we, here's, a, here's where we were split, right? We both, we all watched the film and we were like, Oh shit. We thought of something that was Netflix worthy. Yeah, we also watched the film and said, "What in the entire fuck? You basically took the whole premise—not <laughs> took, but you just—that was the entire premise of uh, yeah. our screenplay." 
Yeah. Like I have, I have everything. I wrote like the the the. Um, I did the effects for the cover and all that shit. Yep. So I'm just gonna preface that with we have the we have the notes and the timestamp of when we wrote that goddamn script. But yeah. anyway, this ain't time yeah. for hating. One of the good things I did enjoy um, was the plot of it. Um, sure. I, I, wait, one of the things I really enjoyed is Jamie Fox. I feel like Jamie Fox oh, is yeah. really slept on. I also like, let's just say the casting in general. Yeah, um, absolutely. Dominique um levitt and jamie fox yeah what she came out of nowhere i hope to see her a lot more yeah i would hope so she has this presence of i don't know if she's an adult or i don't know if she's a child that that kind of got me throughout the film of like i don't know how old she is in real life but i guess that's a great way to be an actor or an actress i'm sorry um but but jamie fox and i think that your cast really held this thing together i think that that is so important for a film like this and it's also something i never would have imagined jamie fox well not really because you know he's interested in doing spawn and that kind of stuff but um, it was it it, it was just they gelled well together to have and they were all individual characters yep individual storyline and individual purposes but when they came together they worked and mended well and still remained individuals while still remaining the team that it needed to be. So shout out to your casting, shout out to your casting of the villain, shout out to your casting of Biggie, just individual. I just think that they did well in that for a Netflix film. What's up everybody. This is Doug Wagner, one half of films in black and white. Look, If you're not following us on social media, what are you doing with your life? Get over to Facebook or to Instagram and just follow us on social media. You can catch Snack Time with Films in Black and White on Saturdays, News You Missed on Sundays, as well as great video content that the one and only Marcus J. Destin is turning out, so definitely check out all that stuff there. Uh, You know, let us know how we're doing, recommend a movie, but stay up to date on all the things that we have going on, because this ship is going straight to the top, baby! And now back to our show. Okay, yeah, I'll give you that. That's, yeah, absolutely. And that's one of the things that I have in this as what works for me is I think the cast of your protagonists are yeah. a home run. I mean, Jamie Foxx, um, all of them. Joe Gordon-Levitt, and then I literally just said her name. Dominique Fishback. Domin- Dominique Fishback, like, awesome. Like, awesome yeah. casting across the board. Um, they bring a lot to this, and it really mm. makes it work. I mean, they really get into it, and they, they do it in a sense where it doesn't feel, you know, sometimes with these Netflix movies that are, like, superhero in nature, it can feel mm-hmm. hokey, um, and they did an awesome job. Like, it, it can feel campy, and they, they really did a really, really awesome yeah. job. And I echo your sentiment about Jamie Foxx. I think people sleep on him all the time um, mm-hmm. because the dude's got chops. I mean, you don't go ahead and pay play um, – you don't do Ray – and mm-hmm. then fall off the face of the earth. Like you obviously mm-hmm. have some talent and you can bring something to that. The other I thing just, that I think I was, Go ahead. Well, I was worried because when you have these characters like this with the missions that they had, especially yep. Jamie Foxx, mm-hmm. um, you get this you get this tunnel eyed person in a and that's their mission was to get his daughter back. Yeah. I understand like it I, I've seen it before where um, his kind of character gets so tunnel vision that they don't let anybody in, that it's yeah. hard for them to work with anybody, or they put yeah. this above that. And you kind of see that when he catches Dominique um, and puts her in the mm-hmm. back of the truck, but you also see how serious he is oh, yeah. um, just in that whole process. But when it was time to work together, 
Yeah. They didn't really do a lot of fighting or butting heads. They didn't do a lot no. of, oh, I got to prove that the major is a good guy. No, they didn't do that. They just, Dominique no. and Frank had a good enough relationship where For sure. um, they could, they, they just, they worked well together where he believed her and she believed him. Oh, and, for then, sure. and they didn't have to go too deep into explaining the background of their relationship. They just showed that, hey, they have a great working relationship together. Oh um, yeah, he trusts her and she trusts him, and then and then they they just came together very well, and I think that that's important for a film. Yeah, these actors gelled really really well together, and again, I agree with you. Like it, they just the story from their end really really mm -hmm. came together, and it worked really really well. Um, yeah. The other thing that I think enhanced the story, and I think what they did, and what impresses me is that the budget was only eighty-five million dollars. Mm -hmm. um, is the visual in this? The visuals in this oh, are dope. Like yeah, the, the, what they were able to do with, I mean, when you got that guy running across New Orleans in broad mm -hmm. daylight and he turns mm -hmm. invisible and comes back mm -hmm. again and he kind of yeah. comes in and out, that was super legit. Like that yeah. was, that was by far one of the better visuals that I've seen in a while. So I think yeah. whoever did the CGI and whoever did the visual effects for this, kudos to them because this was, I think without it your movie is lost and I oh, think yeah. the power of the movie is lost. So yeah. I think that the visuals, um, in addition to your point of the acting, um, was a home run and they did an awesome yeah. job with it. Yeah. I think that was one, that was my second point was you have this storyline of, of being superheroes scenes like that with the invisible guy or the guy who can blend in the chameleon. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, it, you know, it can make or break. It, it yeah. made it realistic where while he's running, he's kind of running in and out. You can see him. You can't see him. It's one yep. of those things. But I want to give major props to that opening scene well, with Newt. Um, yeah. God damn. I mean, you're talking about a man on fire running through this. I don't know where that set is from. I know it looks familiar. I've seen sure. it in other films. The big purple apartment building with the with all the graffiti on it. For I don't sure. know where I've seen it from. But um, Newt, the scene with Jamie Foxx and Newt. That thing was so, it had me on, I was actually locked in yeah. to see a man on fire running through a building and it almost looked not demonic, but it just looks like, oh shit, could you imagine if this existed in real life? And I think that was the thing about yeah. the people's powers. Yeah. None of their powers were too unrealistic. Because no. when Newt burned, his face was burned. His body yeah. was burned. So there are side effects to these things that are happening For when sure. the, um, when the powers of the big guy who with the beard who was trying to knock down the door, yeah. he had blood all over his hands. Although he was super strong, yeah. he still like there were these just weekend, punch metal and then then nothing happens and not bleed. Right. Right. So and I thought even Joe uh, and Levitt when he got the bullet shot to his head and the ricochet and the tightening of the skin when they were in transformations, you get this and fucking Jamie being the pistol shrimp. That final scene yeah. was fucked. I was like, yo, he is going. It had me excited yeah. to witness it. I was like, yo, because the whole time I'm watching, I was like, Doug, if his powers do not meet up to the hype, I'm For going sure. to be upset. And they yeah. definitely met up to the hype. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's a reason. I mean, after seeing those powers that he gets from taking it, like, yes. there's a reason he doesn't take it. Like, and, yes. and he said that and alluded to it several times where it's like, no, 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 I don't like what they do to me, and I don't mm -hmm. like the powers that I get. But holy mm -hmm. shit, man, like, those powers are absolutely legit yeah. um, and absolutely for real. So, yeah, I, I echo your sentiment. I think that that's they – were, they were exciting. And they were – and I think putting a five-minute time limit on it – 
Oh, else. yes. I, I think without yes. that five limit, I mean, if they just got them and they got them, this movie's boring. But I think yes. if you get them and there's a time limit, man, the whole subculture of getting it to do crime and all that mm-hmm. other stuff, um, I think was just awesome. So, yeah, and, absolutely. And here the, for it. The, the premise of, of, and that was one of the things I was talking to my buddy about. I was like, they did that extremely well because in our, in our little, little film, um, we had it where once you get it, you just got it. But they had it where um, not only you only have it for five minutes, but right. it was never really, um, it wasn't guaranteed that if you took a pill, you automatically got powers. So oh, basically really? taking this shit is 50-50. They was like, yeah. some people take the pill and they blow the fuck up. Just blew oh, yeah. it. And you saw that with the scene and when they finally go find Biggie, they, yep. one guy pops the pill because they have the gun to him and he yep. fucking just blows up. Doesn't get any powers. He just blows oh, yeah, the nothing, fuck up. Nothing. Just poof. Yeah, that's it. And then you see other people where they take it and they have these amazing abilities, or they can't fucking handle it. It's right. it's like it's so wins of or the it's spectrum, so, t- so or it's so like there's something so specific to the power that it's like even with the girl that was in the chamber, any yes. other environment outside that chamber, she freezes and turns yes. into ice and ex- and basically crumbles. So yep. you have to be conscious of the temperature and you have to like raise it or lower it of whatever yeah. it was to make it work. That's yeah. Th- those are significant consequences. Mm-hmm. So I also appreciate the fact that it's it's not something everybody would want to take. Yeah, like it's yeah. you're making a serious distinction and, a, and an intentional choice to take it or to not take it. So yeah. I think that also works. Yeah. Um, I think one thing that definitely worked for me in this, and I think it to the credit of all of this is the fight scenes. Yeah, they were oh, yeah. raw. Yeah. They were intense. They were, they didn't pull any punches. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think that it's, I mean, they were super, super cool. They were fun to watch. Um, It didn't feel like the same way every single time. There were unique things to each of them. And I think Mm -hmm. I, I think this movie, you look at it at face value, you go, oh, it's another like superhero or another powers based movie. And you think like, oh, they're going to pull some things back. But this is violent. Like this is a Mm -hmm. violent world that they're living and playing in, Mm -hmm. um, which helps elevate the stakes a little bit. Um, in what everybody's fighting for, so I think yeah. the the fight scenes I think were the were the other thing for me that just were that worked in addition to the visuals and the cast. Yeah, I can absolutely agree to the fight scenes. Um, they, I don't know, it, it just seems like they did it well. There was yeah. no, uh, there wasn't a moment where there was a fight scene that didn't seem necessary. Like Mm-mm. anything, everything set itself up for another situation. Of when they were in the market, they set yep. up the other guy who popped the pill in the back, who he he didn't die when he shot him with all the bullets. And so yeah. everything set up another scene. And I think that it was great for you not to have unnecessary power moments. Everything was connected to something and explained something. And yeah. I thought that was great. Um, one of my other good points about the film was the fucking camera angles. So. My yeah. thing is, I like to watch, it's kind of like how we did with Extraction. Yep. Extraction was dope because it offered different point of views with the camera or different yeah. experiences with the camera, and I think that was important. So one of the first things that I noticed was when Dominique is riding on the bike, you get this shot of being inside of the helmet. Oh, and yeah. Her yeah. Super cool shot. So I thought that was dope. But the one that fucking got me that was so great was the was the scene where they're fighting in Biggie's basement and it's shot from inside the fucking tube. Yes. Inside the, the chamber. It's, yep. And it was the sound effects. It was the shot because it was like, it was muffled. It was as yeah. if I was the girl that, that took the ice pill and I'm watching, I can only see 
everything that she can see. So yeah. while this is going on, the windows are kind of frosted. They're kind of cracked. You see Jamie in and out fighting. You see him yeah. killing people. You hear muffled gunshots. You hear muffled fighting sounds. And it really made you feel like, oh, fuck. And the only thing I was thinking, like, how do you top that? How do you transition yeah. out of... Like, first of all, how are we going to transition out of this jar? How do we, like, what is next? Like, that scene, I feel like that is where they spent the most time because it felt strategically done, and it caught my attention. Yeah, I would say, arguably, that's my favorite scene of the whole movie. Was yeah. that was that was that sequence of shots where she's inside the chamber and it's muffled and you can't see it and then you see somebody pushed up against and then there's a smear of blood and a shot like yeah. that was super 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 cool yeah, and that was in my notes too of like being in that chamber with the woman who takes the thermal regulation pill Yep. Yep. home run for me i also yeah. think that there's there was some beauty in some other shots that were done throughout the movie as well um specifically and i know this sounds weird but the shot of jamie fox driving into new orleans um Ooh. because i thought that was a really creative way to do the exposition associated with it because okay. essentially what they do is they drive in and you hear the radio telling the story so it mm -hmm. really lays the groundwork for how prevalent this has become in new orleans because yeah. it's the radio show of how many different things you know oh and there's this guy who did this oh and i saw somebody who was doing this like mm -hmm. it's super 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 cool and i thought that that was it was just a really beautiful shot and i think that coupled with the what purpose it served um mm -hmm. i think was really cool i i think we would be hard pressed to find shots that were throwaway i think yeah. most of what was shot and most of what was filmed had an had an intention and had a purpose to it. And I think they executed that pretty well. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. I agree. Any, so let me ask you a question before we move on to the bad. All right. If a pill existed like this in real life, would mm -hmm. you take it? I'd hesitate. Okay. Because um, I don't know if I'd blow up. I don't know the, if there were, if you give yeah. me the criteria of, here is the prerequisite to taking yeah. this pill. If you are this, 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 and this, don't take the pill. If you are this, this, and this, you're good to go. So for me, but- So you want an the, FDA warning on this pill? Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I need specific guidelines. You need to yeah. write it out like in 32 font because yeah. like if I take that shit and I blow up, I'm gonna be mad. So, cause like, <laughs> and, and it's like, you don't know what your power is. Um, yeah. And here's the other thing. Biggie and Newt, um, they all had physical scars that oh, yeah. related to their powers. Yep. And so what if I get something that just, you know, that leaves you mutilated like that? Right. Um, and how do you determine? And it seemed like the good guys got the good, the good powers, powers and it was cute. And it was like, oh, yeah, you don't get deformed. You know what I'm saying? You get to be cute. Right. Yeah. Uh, would you, if, what do you think? What do you I mean... I very rarely even push a pinky toe out of line um, mm -hmm. when it comes to most of this. So mm -hmm. I'd probably be a, a little bit of a chicken shit. I probably wouldn't. I also mm -hmm. would have to ask myself the question of like, yeah, it would be cool. But what am I going to do? Like do it like, oh, I'm on fire. Mm -hmm. Cool, guys. <laughs> Who wants to roast marshmallows on me? Like, oh, I just don't know. <laughs> I, just, I just don't know. I don't know that's what the weird. point of it would be. Yeah. And I feel like I would be at three minutes being like, all right, two minutes left. Like, <laughs> don't touch your children. Don't touch your wife. Just Right. That's the other thing. Is like, what am I going to do? 
Like, hey, you want to see what dad can do? Like, oh, yeah. nope. All right, now they need to be in therapy for the rest of their life because their dad lit on fire once. So yeah, I just don't. Yeah. I don't. Five minutes. What the fuck do you do? Yeah. For, I can't be a superhero for five minutes because then so I don't want to do crime. Yeah, I don't want to. I'm not the crime shit. guy. Yeah. No. So like, what do I do for five minutes? A circus trick, and and you give me five dollar bills on the street? Like, no, nah, I don't know what yeah. fucking you want me to do. Like, I don't know if it'd be worth it. I don't know right. if it'd be worth it. So yeah, I'd probably say no. Yeah, I, I would. Plus, the pill up. itself looks like a bitch to swallow. Like it's it is looks... just not. They made him go down easy, but you yeah. know the minute when that thing lights up, it's immediate heartburn. Like it's you like, know that it's not. Fuck? Yeah, yeah. Made a glass and some more shit. You got to twist the capsule. There's so much shit going on. Like matter of fact, fuck that pill. I don't want no goddamn pill. No. Just give me ibuprofen, and I'm gonna call it a day. Yeah, I'm all set. Yeah, that pill. I mean, if it's glass. You're not digesting that. No. That's coming out the other end, man. Yeah. Like, and and it's not, not going to be fun not for anybody. They're taking it with water. Y'all just swallowing the shit dry. What is wrong yeah. with y'all? Yeah. I mean. No. Hell anyway. No. Hell All no. All right. Let's, let's move our attention over to the bad. Uh, Marcus, what about this movie maybe stuck out to you that you maybe would change, just didn't like? Um, I, I want to go and kind of connect it with one of my good points. Okay. I think that the scene in Biggie's basement Mm-hmm. Maybe have been the best scene, and and because okay. the movie, the movie's final scene did not end in Biggie's basement, and yep. that that was the best fighting scene. Once I got on the boat, I was almost kind of disappointed. I understand you got to stretch that out, find the daughter and everything, and and the plot, yep. but I wanted the better fight scene to be with, um, the because I feel like the biggest of the baddest bads were going to be on the boat. They already talked about mm -hmm. the frog who can turn his bone into a weapon, and you yep. had that guy, but that fight scene just didn't feel worthy. He found the guy with the beard and just shot the guy with a shotgun, so that yeah. also just felt like a quick cut to an end. Like, if that's the guy who took my daughter, I would want to fight that guy, like, head up. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So, for me, absolutely, it, it just the, the final ending scene didn't feel like Outside of Jamie's part, didn't feel very as climactic as I would have liked it to been to to yeah. have been. Um. Yeah. Okay. So I I agree with you. I think I think my biggest issue with I think the thing that I stuck out to me as far as the bad is concerned is we it took us almost a little bit too long to learn the stakes for this movie. Mm -hmm. I mean, we knew we knew Jamie Fox was here looking for his daughter, so we know the stakes for that character and mm -hmm. we know the stakes for joseph gordon levitt and we know the stakes for um her name um the dominique, other one dominique it, we, we know that god damn it we know we know the stakes for you dominique for joseph gordon levitt <laughs> i can't just say the other one it, it almost makes it worse if the yeah i can't say the other yeah, one yeah 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 okay yeah, fishback this is a sincere apology from Films in Black and White to you for calling you the other one. Um, so anyway. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, that's, that's really bad. Um, but anyway, I mean, we know the stakes for those three individual characters, but we don't know the stakes for the world at this point in time. True. And True. when you timestamp it, because I paused it and tried to look at the time, I mean, it takes us about 45 minutes to learn the true implication for yeah. everybody else in this. Yeah. And it just seems like that took a little bit too long. And I think mm -hmm. if we had known 
the stakes for the world and the stakes for those characters a little mm -hmm. bit closer together and a little bit more towards the beginning, it mm -hmm. elevates, I think, the tension and makes it a little bit more of an enjoyable experience. That's mm -hmm. just me that I, I liked. But again, I can also see why you want to try and keep it a little bit more secret. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I think that's just one thing that maybe I didn't quite care for was the it just took too long to feel like, okay, why does this matter for the rest of us in the world? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I, I kind of feel you on that. It does kind of feel like a, not necessarily a plot hole, but you really, um, you really generalize. It's not generalizing. It's, it's, yeah. you leave it to the, you put a circle around this, just new Orleans as if yeah. it's just happening here. But then they yeah. explain we've been going city to city um yep. and nobody else on the radio has even they it's like everybody it's like new orleans is in its own bubble right like the, we're not talking about oh if, if somebody on the radio would have been more like oh this is happening in new orleans my cousin lives in detroit and they are going crazy over there too like that's yeah. different that was yeah, i was just gonna say detroit level. too i oh, think connected connected um i think the other thing is i think there's also an opportunity because new orleans is a great backdrop and I mm -hmm. think one of the things that a missed monologue is Joseph Gordon-Levitt's monologue in the diner where he mm -hmm. says, we saw what happened the last time people in white right. suits messed with, like, tried to do what was in the best interest of New Orleans. And yeah. I thought that was a huge – one, shout out to him for that monologue because yeah, it was absolutely. well delivered. But I think you could even make a bigger, I don't know, point if you wanted to mm -hmm. by saying like, oh, they've seen this in Detroit and in Cleveland mm -hmm. and in, and then suddenly you realize that it's the government, you know, mm -hmm. taking advantage of impoverished situations to test yeah. their war drug. So, Absolutely. um, yeah. Anything else? That didn't like, I don't know. I, I guess for me, it was more so what, what was the government's goal? Nobody ever said yeah. they're going to make some super soldiers. They just, he just tried to sell it to a lady who would be the biggest dealer in South America, but I, nobody yeah. ever said Jamie Foxx said the government, then yep. this guy seemed biggie seemed more like an individual um yep. and maybe he's just the main dealer but still it feels like when we get to that final confrontation even mm -hmm. the big man herself didn't really kind of go into this is no. for america or this is for this it was just like y'all were just kind of doing it just to do it because you see that you could which yeah. is just fucked up and it's it's kind of an american thing to do but like still right. it just felt empty it's a, like I'm, like i'm missing something Right. It's it, yeah. And it's, yeah, that was kind of my, that was going to be the next thing I was going to say is that there's no really clear villain in this. Yeah. yeah. You know, and as much as there's the, the woman at the end and then um, I called him goatee in my notes, but biggie in the, my notes of like, he's, he's a red herring. Cause you want to think he's the villain, but he's not mm -hmm. actually the main villain. And I just think that they were, if you're going to have such strong acting and such strong character development and Jamie Foxx, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and motherfucker Dominique Fishback. Do Dominique Fishback. Say it three times. Dominique, Dominique Fishback. Fishback. Dominique Fishback. Dominique Fishback. Dominique. 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 All right. Not the other one. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Uh-oh. We're going to get in trouble for this episode. Um, but, yeah. Wait. So, for for <laughs> – we do this, we go down together. This ship, you, need, you don't get to be on the ship and then jump off when it starts sinking. Um, but but at, Dominique, at what point is it, 
At what point am I riding shotgun and I tell you, make this right, make this right, make this right, make this right, and you make a left, and then at what point is it your fault? You mean I don't turn to you? I don't turn to you and go, God damn, why didn't you tell me to turn right? Um, Yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't don't know. Anyway, uh, (laughs) Dominique Fishback, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and Jamie Foxx, they they brought it, and their characters were super flushed out. Yeah. And on the other side, you've got Biggie and some woman that we don't really even know the name or the motivation. I would have liked to just see something, maybe even if it was just before the credits rolled of a commercial for the company that was producing Mm. it. Or because Mm. if it was, we're the leader in bioengineering agriculture, so Mm. that way our crops are more sustainable, but they're secretly doing some evil shit underneath. Yeah, yeah. That's would a much a more better. compelling villain, and there's a lot more issue there with that. So, yeah. I don't know. I would have just liked to see the villains flushed out a little bit more. I absolutely agree with that statement. You have to – one of the things about movies and big bads and, and especially superhero movies, you, which was the problem kind of in Superman, um, yeah. Superman versus Batman. You have this Lex Luthor, but the Lex Luthor didn't feel like it was compatible with the Superman that you gave us. Um, right. He just felt like a whiny brat in comparison to this Superman and this Batman that they are bigger than life as actors and as the characters that they're playing. When you have Jamie Foxx, uh, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and then you have Dominique Fishback, although Dominique never took the medicine or anything, the pills or Uh anything like that, um, the the woman doctor is, Uh is supposedly the big bad. Right. But she did not give me any the big bad vibes or... Like outside of being an ass for take like taking his daughter and experimenting on her, you didn't give me a fight. You didn't really give me anything, and I, no. I just didn't stand up. I didn't even know who the fuck she was. I thought she was gonna lead Jamie to the bigger bad, but it just kind of just kind of fell off. And that's maybe that's yeah. why the end scene didn't really feel complete. Yeah, I I mean completely agree. I I when the movie when the credits rolled, I said there's going to be a sequel because it just felt like they left some stuff that was undone because that's just kind of where it was. But to be honest with you, minus those villains not being as flushed out as we'd like them to be and and maybe having that kind of bubble effect over New Orleans, Mm -hmm. there's really not a lot about this that I had a problem with. And and I don't think that those two things make the movie any less enjoyable. Yeah, absolutely. I think they're just points that you – that you could fine tune. I absolutely agree with, I feel like there's going to be a sequel, but it may not be with the same lead characters. Because if you think about it, there's more pills out there. Okay. Oh yeah. They never destroyed the entire batch. They said that the boat disappeared. So you can easily bring in, you could go to another city. You can bring Mm -hmm. in another lead character to see them fighting these big bads and continue this story of trying to clean up your streets. And I think that that's the way, the directors could go, should go, because I want to hear more about this story. I want to hear more about Jamie and, and what I want to see more of what his daughter can do. She bought oh, him yeah. back to life. And that was the other thing that kind of felt empty. She is yeah. this all powerful something. Oh, and yeah. we know she can bring him back to life. For but sure. I feel like she can do a lot more. And, and so that was gunshot like, wounds, and yes. there's a whole lot more to her than we're seeing and we're noticing so i am very curious about that story as well because here's the other thing you've created now this person she's not the only one nope 
So no. yes, she might have been closest proximity to New Orleans, which is why mm -hmm. we were seeing it for this movie. But I think that they could see a you could do a Project Power that's set in Pasadena, California, mm -hmm. with the same setup in the same situation. Yeah. Or like you, or like we both said, like you you could set this up in Detroit yeah. with a different you know real yeah. super influencing and creating yeah. sort of a pill or something that you know leads to other supers after that because so, jamie yeah. jamie wasn't the only one radiated he had a whole uh -uh. It was a whole squadron of people that he said oh, they yeah. were trying to create superheroes and yeah. so there's different leads that you can get uh you know there's so many different people that you could get to play oh, i would yeah. like to see who's the guy who plays thor uh chris hemsworth chris oh, hemsworth yeah. could be another lead for another version of power um yeah where he actually got powers and he's the one that has to combat everything in his city like i think you keep it going for maybe two more movies then you wrap that shit the fuck up and let it be a nice little trilogy on netflix oh yeah and i think yeah. the other thing that would be cool is or what if they um jamie fox is very altruistic in his like i'm trying to get my daughter back and by getting my daughter back i'm gonna actually stop the source of this yeah you know if he's a squadron of 10 three die and let's say there's three that are not as altruistic and are trying to like you know use their irradiated power their family's irradiated powers that they have mm. to do something really truly awful um and jamie's the only one who can stop them yeah absolutely. like i think that there's there's some there's some really cool story development that could take place there in him battling his old squad mates yeah absolutely so. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And that kind of pivots us on to the ugly or what we would do differently um, or what we've kind of covered, which is what we would do if we were to do a sequel. Anything mm -hmm. as far as this movie that you feel like you would really redo or reshoot? Um, some one of the things is, is as much as I love Levitt in this film, mm -hmm. I feel like he needed a little bit more. He just kind of felt like, oh, a, sure character so i would build upon his character more i would also show the consequences of that police department it kind of left me hanging for yes. the captain to be the one to fucking set you up and you there not be any consequences seen on film so i would yes. reshoot that show me the justice in that portion okay yep. uh, and then that'll give me more a little because when frank when when levitt character shows up he just kind of just shows up and he's just trying to save his ass but yeah. Um, and give me a little bit more of that. Give me a little bit more of the daughter. You gave me, oh, yeah. you saved her, but then we didn't really get a whole lot of dialogue. We didn't really see like who she was, although she was the main focus of the film the entire time. Um, and then lastly, um, I don't know. I just feel like I, they really did well with Robin's character development. Give oh, yeah. me that for Frank and give me that for the daughter and give me a better villain. And I think we'll be good to go. Yep, I would completely agree with you. I would, um, I would completely agree with that. I would even echo that. In addition to um, giving Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character a little bit more, I would love to see more from Courtney B. Vance, who played the police chief, because mm -hmm. he's got some mm -hmm. pretty good acting chops, and he's been around the yeah. block a few times, and he can really yeah. act. And it was the only few scenes he was in, he was silent because he was from a distance because mm -hmm. you first introduced him at the bank robbery scene yeah. or the only interaction was when he was talking to Joseph Gordon-Levitt in the diner mm -hmm. afterwards. So I just felt like there was something there we could have gotten 
I mean, and even especially when you make and put such a fine point on it where Jamie Foxx even says to him and says, or I don't know if he's saying it to him or if he's saying it to Dominique's character, he's saying, come on, corrupt police, mm -hmm. they're involved in it. Yeah. They're not, someone's pulling their strings. Yeah. Like, I just think, again, there's just something there where they could have flushed that out a little bit more. Yeah, and what absolutely. I would have liked to see was um, more done with the police and yeah. chief and more done with Joseph Gordon-Levitt's kind of interaction yep. with them. Yep. So, because yep. Yep. I mean, did they have to create a whole jail? Did mm -hmm. they have to have a response unit for these people? Mm -hmm. um, what yeah. did any of the, why is it that Levitt was the only police police person yeah. to take the pill. I'm sure there was others that thought of it right. too or that experiment with it. So like, let me give me him combating those bad police that are taking the pill for bad things and, yeah. and give me a little bit, once again, more into that story and that, and that relationship. Yeah, for sure. Cause I think there's a lot, I think there's a lot there and I think it's, it's something worthwhile. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then like I said, the only other thing is, is I would love to have seen more reports from other cities. Yeah, like absolutely. Even if it's a, a newsreel, or even if it's because I mean Jamie Fox doesn't live in New Orleans. He drove there, drove mm -hmm. there, drove. Mm -hmm. He drove there, so he could have driven through Texas or mm -hmm. Arkansas or Alabama and heard more reports of the same thing from those mm -hmm. states. So yeah, that would have been the only other thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, All right, that's it. That's awesome. Uh, before, before we close out the movie, worth the price of admission, worth borrowing? Like, what do you think? Um, on a scale of one to five, I'm actually going to give it a four. It felt okay. like something new, it felt like something original. Um, mm -hmm. it felt like it, it just was a fun time. It's a, it's, it's on Netflix. Once again, taking movies for what they're worth. I'm not yep. going to give this a lot of, maybe your graphics get like Academy Awards, maybe like, or maybe they get awarded big time, but like, this wasn't something I'm looking to win an Oscar or anything like that. No. Um, so for taking it as it is, I give it a four because it looks like a solid movie on Netflix. I will watch it again. Would I have seen this in the movie theaters? I want to say, yeah. And I feel like they could have flushed this out a little bit more. So it would have been worth the price of admission for me. What yeah. about you? Um, I would say see it. You should definitely watch it. So I would yeah. say I would agree with your four out of five. Um, and I give it that four out of five because one we're in the times of the coronavirus where we're not getting new movies as much, or if we're getting them, they're straight to video on demand and you have to pay for them. This is yeah. included in Netflix. So I feel like it's a really high value movie that's included in something you may already be paying for. So I think there's a lot of value to it. Um, yeah. I also think that it's just a fun watch. There's really nothing yeah. boring about it. Um, it's got a lot of action. It's got a lot of energy. Um, the only place I disagree with you is I probably wouldn't see it in theater. This would probably oh, be something okay. that I would normally wait until okay. it came out. I agree with you, though, that I think if you're doing a full theatrical release, mm -hmm. I think it is because it was just about two hours. I mm -hmm. think they push it to two hours and 15 minutes and they flush mm -hmm. out some of that other stuff. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. So, so I think that's great. I think it's great. Dope. Awesome. Well, uh, the movie is Project Power. It's available mm -hmm. on Netflix and yeah four out of five from both of us so mm -hmm. uh margus this brings us unfortunately to the end of this week's episode anything you like to plug anything you want to talk about uh no not yet we got some big things on the way over here and the noah side of things so keep your 
um, eyes and ears peel, you know what I'm saying? But above all that, make sure that you go to filmsandblackandwhite.com. Stay connected. Um, a great snack time was posted um, from the Love Nerds, you know what I'm saying, by the fabulous Doug Wagner and family. Um, so make sure that you go watch that. Make sure you follow Delish. us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at Films in Black and White. Um, share with a friend. That's super important. We want to keep going and keep growing, you know what I mean? So share with yeah. a friend. Make sure you, you know, leave a comment on the website. Let us know. Get in contact with us. Let yeah. us know what you want to watch and what you want to hear from us. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think the only thing is I want to echo that sentiment. I think um, for some of you who are avid listeners who listen week in, week out, my challenge to you and my ask of you this week is to recommend us to two friends. Because wow. um, if we can go from that avid 20 or so people that are listening every single week, we can get that to 60. That would do great things for us and we would sincerely appreciate it. So my ask is just share with two friends. Um, if you know that you have a friend who's really into movies, just shoot this to him. Mm -hmm. send him, send him our Instagram, send him to our Facebook page, send him to the website is a great mm -hmm. place to send them, but just send them. Um, because again, we're cream of the crop. Cream Rising of the crop, the baby. Right and to the top. And so we really, uh, we really are taking this to the next level, and we want everybody on board before we get there. So, um, cool, awesome, and as always, well, you know, I did it last week, Marcus. What what advice do you have for our listeners? The most important advice for our listeners. Listen, beyond sharing it with friends, the most important advice is, although it may be getting cooler, um, and as sure. winter. Winter approaches us and the fall weather starts to come in and we start busting out the sweaters and we start busting out the hoodies. It is still important for you yeah. to wash yep. your ass. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Because although you may be the cream of the crop, you could also be the cream of the flop and not wash your ass. That was magical what you just did. Thank you. Cream of the Thank crop. You. You're the cream of the flop. I'm... Mm -hmm. I'm really proud of you. That was Thank really great. You. And Thank remember, you. just because the cream rises to the top, sweat sweat rolls downhill. <laughs> so the only place that that place is pooling is in your ass. And nobody so, likes mud butt. And listen, here's the other thing. The worst. Cannot, listen, if you are a, a, you're a human being, okay, and this was a room my mama taught me, you cannot be – listen, I think everybody's beautiful. Let me preface that with that. But you cannot have an ugly spirit. A ugly personality, a personality, an ugly attitude, and stink. The two don't mix well. It's true. If you're gonna be ugly, you gotta be nice. Yeah. Okay. And, and if you're gonna if you're gonna stink, you 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 at least gotta be nice. So when people tell you you stink, they'll be like, oh look at that stinky motherfucker. Like you cannot yeah. be. These things do not exist all at the same time. So listen, no. if you're gonna have an ugly spirit, an ugly attitude, know what I mean, your ass can't stink. At least make sure your ass is on the up and up. Right. And if you're, and we all have bad days, so we're all gonna have an ugly attitude every once in a while. Nobody's perfect. So nah, that means everybody's no. gotta wash their nah, ass hell, nah, to cover hell, that. No, hell no, nah. I'm not tolerating no more bad attitudes. Fuck y'all and wash y'all ass. <laughs> and and if for I me, got a bad attitude, I get a right to have a bad attitude. <laughs> and for me, bare minimum, just wash your ass. So uh, that's it for us this week. Uh, tune in, share us with a friend. Remember, that's my challenge. Everybody recommend us to two friends. Mm -hmm. um, we'll be back next week with a news review to cover all that happened with DC fandom this weekend. Um, it'll be episode 24. That's right. Take care of yourselves. We love y'all, and we will catch y'all next week. Peace. Follow us up. What do you got? What's your next piece of news?
so my next piece of news, uh, I'm going to combine these two. So two video games were announced uh, as well. So the first is Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League. And this is by the studio. I know, we're all holding here for the laugh, because what? Uh, it is done by the studio Rocksteady, and they are they did uh, th the, the main trilogy of the Arkham games, yep. if you're familiar with those. Great, great um, trilogy, great trilogy. So, and... Uh, so I'm going to just start with that game. I'm going to talk about the second game here in a second. But basically, they just brought a revealed teaser trailer. There wasn't any gameplay. Yep. It was just, hey, this is the game we're doing. Yep. And then they had the release date, which is 2022. Uh, yeah. I believe last time I checked. Yep. Which is like, I can't even think past like October right now, gentlemen. <laughs> so like, I saw 2022 yeah. and I was like, are we... Oh, that's like a date in the future. That, mm -hmm. Okay. Are we, we going to make it there? Are we, yeah, right. You know what? You took the words out of my mouth, Mark. Like, are we still going to be here? Like, <laughs> so, I mean, great. And my, so, and I talked about this on my Facebook page a little bit and talked with these gentlemen, but the one thing I wanted to bring up was so Rocksteady worked on a Superman game for two years and they couldn't figure it out. And I, this is not a knock against them, video games are hard yeah but like you spent two years when is the last time anyone here has spent two years on something <laughs> and you're just like you know what forget it I'm, yeah. I'm done like we're not making it and you just start all over so like i've spent 15 minutes on things and been like fuck this i'm out like i know <laughs> you know like i've spent 15 minutes before i go this is stupid and i don't want to do it anymore <laughs> two years <laughs> Two years. That's the rumor. They spent two went... years trying to get Superman. <laughs> and the the easiest character to establish. And yes! I just I still don't understand. Well, and I just I sit here and I'm not trying to armchair it, but like as a video game, it's like, okay, yeah, like you get to be Superman. Everybody wants to feel like Superman. Go save people, yes. fight dudes, you know, punch yes. them real good, and then use your heat vision. And so it's just <laughs> wild to me. They're all sitting around a conference table, like, how do we make this fun? Like, how do we do this? Yeah. And be and the rumors that he was too overpowered. Like, how do you, you know, do you have like kryptonite soldiers everywhere? Like, right. in any case, that process is always fascinating to me. I love how video games are made, how movies are made. Um, so that pro that's something I'm still thinking about. That overtook the news of the Suicide Squad teaser trailer in itself. But Jeez. there's going to be four playable characters. You've got your Captain Boomerang. You've got King Shark. Um, you got uh, Harley Quinn and Deadshot. Um, yep. And that, I don't like I, it. I don't like none of those. Really, really, none of those, dude. Not even like King Shark. I don't. I don't know what they're. I don't know what DC's fascination is with trying to shove King Shark down my throat. <laughs> you do it in the Fair. Harley Quinn cartoon, and then yep. you do it in the movie, the live action James yeah. Gunn Suicide Squad, and then you do it in this video game. So then that tells me that your main go-to are Harley Quinn, King Shark, and Deadshot. And it yep. bounces between a black Deadshot and a white one. So it's like um, you can't even establish which one you want to go with. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good call out because he's definitely white in the earlier Batman Arkham <laughs> games. So yeah. And they said that these universes, this is connected to Ooh. that universe. So yeah. it just seems like- So he just got a mean ass tan. Yeah, yeah. And do you all too. remember from the early '90s, Street Sharks, the shark, the oh sharks God. that could rollerblade? They concrete. <laughs> yes, they sh they ate concrete and they were on rollerblades. Oh my blades. gosh, this is amazing. I think maybe what they're doing, and I can't take entire credit for this. I feel like I saw a meme or something about it, but um, 
That show was so goddamn stupid. They what happened was they had Ninja Turtles and they were like, you know what? How do we top turtles? They say, you know what? Shark. Sharks. And they eat concrete and they rollerblade. What the not? All yeah. right. Just I mean, do you it. understand that King Shark has gills and that motherfucker's just walking around on land? What? Why? Right. I have a this litany is, of questions. I mean, like does this, he? Uh, yeah. Anyway, this is a world where there's a guy named Captain Boomerang, and he's gonna go toe to toe with Superman. <laughs> and he's right? a drunk. He's a drunk. Yes. And you, you expect me to believe you're going to throw a boomerang at Superman? <laughs> Maybe it's a kryptonite boomerang, Marcus. He, he's too drunk to even aim that goddamn thing. So yeah. I don't even know how we're getting here. I, I know. Yeah. We took a detour. Look, if you haven't seen the teaser trailer, it looks very good. Oh I do God. want to put that out. Oh, it looks <coughs> a lot of time on this. It looks very good. I'm excited to check this out. The trailer, spoiler alert, Superman might pop up. You're supposed to kill the Justice League. Right. Um, I'm excited <clears throat> to see where they go with it. I'm yep. probably going to buy it. I'm not going to admit it. And it looks fun. So that was, that was the news there. Just <clears throat> wild. And then I'm just going to take a beat on gotham knights because i'm yep. running a little bit long here but basically this is uh this was wb montreal studio and they basically took the arkham engine made a different game yeah so you have four different bat family characters yep. and the premise is that batman has died and Man. red hood batgirl robin and um uh oh my gosh nightwing yep. all show up to 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 be the the new dark knight um combat ensues as you can imagine um they had an eight minute uh gameplay trailer it looks good it looks mm -hmm. fun it looks like you can you can help help gotham real good um so that was the other game <laughs> news that dropped i like Do it some thorough I, helping oh just so thorough punching helping um uh, so <laughs> i i'm into it i know a lot of people on twitter were making a big thing like you made a batman game without batman and i was like honestly i'm kind of okay with it i'm good yeah, yeah. something different yeah. Like I'm okay to play Red Hood. I'm I am a hundred percent on board with that. And yeah. honestly, folks, just they're gonna they're gonna bring him in. Like it's gonna be DLC or something. <laughs> he kinda, like, he can't. He's like, probably not dead. You're talking about Court of Owls, and usually with the Court of Owls, Bruce Wayne doesn't really die. He yes. always just goes undercover, something like that, because yep, he knows yeah. he has to stop them. He has to make believe that he's dead. Yep. My thing was, why does it take four motherfuckers to replace one? <laughs> Well, so my theory is they're like all gonna compete for like the cowl, and like oh, it to oh, me yeah. it kind of I get vibes for like Battle for the yeah. Cowl, which was yeah. like a, that was great, great. Yes, yes. Like that was a great series back in the day when all of the Bat Family people were like, "No, I'm the new Batman," yeah. and, and they all had drastic. I mean, their yep. Batmans were terrible. Only one that was close was Nightwing. Yep. And, and and Damien's was terrible. Red Hoods, all he did was carry around an AK-47. Yep. I mean, he was the worst one. He was just oh, I mean, like, God. Red Hood is, like, every bad inclination you've ever had as Batman. <laughs> yes. Like, yeah. that's what Red Hood is, yeah. and I'm very much here for it. So what, I feel Batman's like that's principles? Kind of... He doesn't kill people? Yeah, we do that. <laughs> yeah, we're going to do that. Sign me up. I got yep. this gun. Let's let's go around blowing people away. <laughs> yes, that's pretty much Red Hood's deal. Um, so I don't know. I got it. I kind of get this vibe that they're all like, "I'm gonna be Batman" or "I'm gonna take Batman's place." Who knows? That's my yeah. guess, though. Um, but I agree with you, Marcus. It does kind of have this narrative of like, we need we have we need four people to fill yeah. Batman's shoes, and it's like, well, maybe yeah. not. No, no, no. Let's not. <laughs> um, cool. <clears throat> The actual, the last piece of news that I have mm -hmm. is not DC related. 
So Damn. I'm, I'm okay. going to transition us out of the DC fandom and talk about something that for people who have a deep, 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 like sci-fi, like love, um, especially like older generation folks, they may have started with this movie. So <laughs> Look at Brian. I'm ready. The, so Dune um, is a, what feels like a, you know, Duke Ferdinand World War One story set in a weird sand planet. Um, I, I haven't seen it. But so that came out in 1984. And it is a classic sci-fi movie. Like it is considered, mm-hmm. like if you consider yourself a nerd, you more than likely have seen this movie several times. Um, <laughs> and, and it's a, a classic. Well, they have made the decision to redo it and re-up it with a brand new director, brand new cast, and actually modernize it a little bit. So um, currently some of just highlights, because there's a ton of people in this, but highlights of people who are in it are um, Josh Brolin, Zendaya, Dave Bautista, Jason Momoa. Um, They're all going to be in this. So a lot of acting firepower that's going to be brought to this new Dune that's set to debut um, sometime this year, although it feels like they're running out of time. Um, But the trailer... Um, was originally tied to Tenet. Because Tenet has been delayed in the United States from its release, um, they are now saying that they are going to release this trailer sometime in September. So the, the, the drop date for the trailer for this new Dune movie, which a lot of people are super, super jacked and excited for, will drop later in September. Um, so, I, like I said, I, I haven't seen the original, but there is a lot of buzz and there is a lot of excitement about what this new vision and what this new version of it looks like. Um, so it'd be kind of exciting, exciting to see what the trailer is, to see if this, the trailer sort of lives up to the hype um, yeah. that sort of follows it around. So Not familiar with Doom, but still excited to watch it. Yeah, I yeah. I'm, I, I'm young. Yeah, <clears throat> honestly, I... I... I I watched this and didn't really fully understand. I think it was like a 1992 version. I want to say, yeah. Um, and I need to read the books. Like I'll just put that yep. out there. I think I would enjoy the books a lot more. But I mean, I just want to comment that yeah, like the acting firepower on this is yeah. just huge. You invested in that, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I want to see how all of these people put it together. And the best way that it's I've heard it described. I mean, if you're not familiar with Dune, it is kind of game of thrones kind yep. of meets star wars in the desert a little bit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but it's yep. kind of it's just its own thing entirely yeah. um yeah. and i'm just excited to see i'm excited to see the treatment and what they do with it my guess is i, I can't i just don't see this coming to theaters <laughs> i just realized i'm looking at the imdb page and it says it's expected december 18th yeah um yeah that's never good. I don't know. Tenet I, said the same thing eight months ago. Right. I would have to imagine ago. it's going to be video on demand, which mm-hmm. I don't think is a bad thing. I'm a big advocate for that, obviously. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, something like this, I imagine they want it in the theaters. But you got to get that money somehow. That's sure. true. Which seems to be the constant battle for most of these is recouping expenses and, you know, getting people maintaining that excitement and that interest. So, yeah. You know, that, that kind of wraps us up news for the past week. There was a lot, but is there anything we've left out? Anything that we need to touch on? If we ain't talk about it, it ain't important. I, I just wanted to go back. I wanted to go back really quick <laughs> to the Justice League, the, Zack Snyder, the, the, the Snyder cut. And I was talking to a friend at work. I was like, well, I'm really excited for the, the Snyder cut because they're you know um, they asking about fandom. And they're like, what is that? And I'm like, okay, 
Um, and then I realized just how weird it is, and I'm happy. Like <laughs> I'm happy that it's happening. Yeah. But it is yeah. so weird to explain it to oh, somebody yeah. who is mm-hmm. not plugged in, and it made yeah. me take a step back of like, I like weird things. So in any case. <laughs> We're getting a Snyder cut. I'm so excited. It's yeah. super weird. Um, art is is good and it's iterative. Um, yeah. I think that's good too. Um, I also found it funny. And this is the last thing I'll say. They used Hallelujah, and but Zack Snyder had used that before. For and I was like, you know what? It works. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So and I, I think it was a message. I think that song was a message. <laughs> I yeah. love that. I think it was too, because they were saying that he selected that was that in the Watchmen that was the one of the most poorly reviewed scenes from the Watchmen um, was the Hallelujah scene. So there is a rumor surrounding that he put it in the trailer as sort of a like, yeah, Fuck I kind of do what I want. Like, Man, and I am a Watchmen <laughs> and I, I, I get what I want. Watchmen apologist. So yeah. that, uh, oh my goodness, <laughs> yeah, Watchmen uh. is good. Watchmen was a good movie. I don't, yeah. I don't, I like that movie. That is, I mean, it's the closest we'll ever get to a, like a like a panel oh, for yeah. panel comic book yes. adaptation. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, sure. we don't need to. We don't need to stay on it. I just those were two thoughts I had. I didn't. No, get that's, out. that's yeah. hey, totally like fine. It. Yeah. Um. Well, Brian, you have been tasked as the newest member of the Films in Black and White team <laughs> to give us your announcement for what movie we are watching for next week. So, what do you got? What do we? What do we got to get into for next week? Um. So yeah, I, I'm kind of chuckling because I don't know how y'all are gonna take this. So Doug, Doug and I had talked on the phone earlier. We <laughs> talked about one movie. Oh no! I've now changed oh, my mind. Oh no! Hold um, on. I know what it is. Like, the world is the world right now, and I feel like something funny and goofy is needed. So Uh-oh. I'm gonna say Uh-oh. we're gonna watch Bill and Ted Three and their excellent <laughs> adventure. What? I did not see that coming. I did oh. not. <laughs> I did not see I, that. Look, I thought you were gonna say Mulan. I'm not gonna lie to you. Oh no! I mean, I think. Wait, when did? Wait, hang on a second. You're just Mulan. Mulan come out Mul- for another week, though. No, right? Mulan comes out we, September fourth. New Mutants comes out this weekend, and then uh, okay, and then Bill and T- I didn't know. I didn't even know Bill and Ted was coming out this weekend. So that's funny. Oh, Brian, don't worry. I we're not changing it. it. It's gotta be oh, Bill and Ted. Oh no! Oh it no! We're not changing it. to be Bill and no, Ted. <laughs> yeah. Marcus, have you seen the original, the first two? I've seen bits and pieces of the first one, but oh. now I'm gonna go rewatch everything before I see the third. Honestly, I mean, even if you don't, I'm okay with that. Yeah, like yeah. that's almost better. Okay. <laughs> like I watched it as a, we'll talk more about this on the next pod, but yeah. like right. I, I, yeah, I'm familiar pick. with Bill and yeah, Ted. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. <laughs> pick. Um, All right, but yeah, so that'll be something fun. All right, good. I'm. I gotta be honest. Uh, I uh. did not see that coming. I thought it was gonna be something else. That took a right turn into a, a part of town, and I'm happy I'm there. Yeah. Um, All right. All right. So you heard it here next week. Um, when does that drop, Brian? Is that drop Friday? I think it comes out this Friday, yeah. Okay. So, people listening, watch Bill and Ted, um, and then when you hear us record it, let us know what you think about it. But um, drops Friday, um, and we'll review that for next week's episode. Um, anything that we want to promote, anything that we want to touch base on, anything that we want to close out the show with, uh, we'll go with Marcus. What do you got? Um, we got some Noah LLC, uh, since we are now an official company, uh, never offended, always humble. Um, we got some merch coming out on the way. This is an unmatched, um, hoodie. Um, we're going to have some t-shirts coming. Um, there will be a shop opening soon. So keep your eyes peeled. Also, the album is on the way. That's all I got for you. 
fantastic. Oh, rest in peace to Breonna Taylor. Rest in peace, George Floyd. Also, and prayers and blessings to um, Jacob Blake's family. Awesome. Brian, what do you got? For for me, it is the same. It is the same blog that I have come come with vlovenerds.com. Oh. Uh, my wife Maggie Rowish runs. Uh, she put up some new designs. So for anybody that makes t-shirts on Cricut silhouette, mm. she's got some designs for you. Uh, whether it is inspired by Mulan or Star Wars or even some Hamilton inspired stuff, oh, you can go cool. check that out. Make some designs on vinyl. Um, she put up some new stuff on the Etsy shop, so you can go check that out. Uh, oh. I have a shirt, I think, that I, I can wear next time. Um, but yeah, some good stuff there on yeah. thelovenerds.com. I will say we made a, so Films in Black and White, we did our snack time with Film in Black and White from, I think it was two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. um, and we did a recipe that your wife had for like a buffalo chicken flatbread pizza. Yes. That thing, that thing is legit. So, oh, it kicks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um. So yeah, absolutely. Go check out the Love Nerds uh, for sure. Because in addition to all that good stuff, Brian mentioned they got some great recipes and um, they oh, got yeah. some cool looking cocktails too, Brian. Like I'm not a I'm not a mixology person <laughs> at all. Like and I'm usually like, does it come in a bottle? <laughs> all right, I'll drink it. Um, I'm not the one to like mix my own stuff. But there was things on there that I was like, oh man, I'd try mm. that. Yeah, but, yeah. If you yeah. like adult beverages, there's some good stuff there that will just spice up your night. Damn, yep. I'm with it. Doug Wagner, what do you yeah, have man, to Doug, what do you, what do you have got to for us? Sorry, so I got hung up on the spice up your night stage. I will I spice up your night, um, Doug. My, my biggest promotion, spice up your night with the third heat. Couldn't let it go. That, um, is, that is terrible. <laughs> that is disgusting. That's definitely an STD reference. I, I couldn't resist that. Like, that's I don't know. Not, it might be. I just made it up. So, with the thirties. Um, so here's what I have for you. The biggest thing that I want to promote is this podcast. So please go back, listen to the, um, listen back to the old episodes. Check out the website filmsinblackandwhite.com. Um, also, if you are someone who enjoys Twitter or Instagram or Facebook, we are in all three of those places. So checking out all of that stuff. Um, and yeah, check out what we have. We're really excited about it. And just hop on the hype train that is films in black and white because we're going places and get on board while it's still, well, we're still underground. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Back, like backpack still, podcasting. Yep, that's right. You know, <laughs> remember when Fallout Boy wasn't a big deal and then they blew yeah. up? Yeah. Get on when we're not that big of a deal so you can take us straight to the top. So, all right. Well, uh, we got to do our closing message, Let's but I want to give all of us an opportunity. Yes. So, Marcus, uh, mm -hmm. any advice for people as we finish out the week? <laughs> Listen, I'm going to tell you this. Okay, in all honesty, look in the mirror, all right? Determine what you want your legacy to be, okay? What, what, what type of human being do you want to be um, when it's all said and done? Uh, just you have to reevaluate. The, the most important part about living is evaluating. And I think you have to look at yourself and you have to determine where do I want to be when life is all said and done with my legacy. Um, when, when, when my time here is done, what legacy do I leave behind? And what side of history do I want to be a part of? It's very important for you to look yourself in the eyes and for you to answer the question and not let the world around you determine what it is that you want to do and be. OK, 
Okay. On the back end, wash your ass. That's all I got. That's just like <laughs> legacy because you could be the best person ever, but not wash your ass and it just stinks. And that also that decrepits your legacy. You see what I'm saying? It's like canceling out one thing for another. So you got to wash your ass in order to leave a good legacy. You know what I mean? Love yourself. Love others. That's yep. all I got. Awesome. Wow. Okay, Brian's face started <laughs> over here, and then it, it just it hit me in the face. Like, just took a right, a right turn entirely. Yeah. Brian, um, how would you like to sign us off? Advice for listeners, or anything you wanna you leave us with? I just, I just want to sign off. Just be good to yourself. Treat yourself well. You deserve it. Yeah, Ooh, yeah, hey, that's a great message. Absolutely. Love that. Love um, that. And I will close with, um, give yourself a break. Uh, it's hard to be all yeah. things to all people. Um, so just give yourself a break. Um, and cut yourself some slack. This is weird times for sure, and you can't be on 100% of the time. So sometimes stuff comes up, you got to deal with it, and just cut yourself some slack. So awesome. Thank you for joining us for episode 24, Dr. Podcast. Uh, we will be back next week with a review of Bill and Ted, <laughs> Bill and Ted 3. Um, get us wherever you listen to your podcasts, and we will catch you all next week. Dr. Podcast, say wash your ass. Yep, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> straight from the doctor himself god damn it <laughs> thank you for joining us for this week's episode of films in black and white make sure to follow us on social media and stay up to date with all your films in black and white news at filmsinblackandwhite.com next week we will be unpacking Bill and Ted 3 but in the meantime we love y'all take care of yourselves and we will see you next week Bye.